Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. I am your host, Gretchen Garrity, and this week it's just me. I actually do have, I promise, I I swear, some exciting guests coming soon. And I feel like I always say that I'm like, sorry, it's just me. But like at the end of the day, it's my podcast and I love it just as much when I get to chat with you guys solo as well as when I have guests. So yeah, actually one of the most exciting guests because she's just like the coolest gal you guys will see. Actually, it's episode after this one. So get excited. But we were supposed to record last week and... It was completely my fault. I was going to say I dropped the ball, but it was like completely out of my control. I was so sick, you guys. And did I talk about this? Yeah, I think I just talked about this in the vlog I posted. But long story short, I started to feel so sick. So, of course, my mind goes to, oh, my gosh, I have COVID, right? Because we're like living in the pandemic and I still haven't gotten it yet. And I'm like, I can't smell, I can't taste. Like, of course, convincing myself that I have it. But I actually got two tests, like COVID tests, and both were negative. So um, when I saw the doctor, they were like, yeah, girl, you just have the flu. Like, that's why you feel like crap and have all the symptoms here. Um, So that was really sucky. And I feel like whenever I'm sick, it's literally like a day or two, a weekend. Like, it's so quick. This was like a full-blown week, week and a half. And... I felt like crap. I would have pushed through and record for you guys, but my voice was awful. My voice was gone. It was shot. It sounded so just, I'm sure you can imagine, just like a terrible, sick voice. You would have been in pain listening, and I did not want to put you guys listening (laughs) to that voice. didn't want to put you through it. It was really brutal. So (laughs) we didn't get to record last week, and that's why it's just me this week, but she will be in the episode next week. I was about to say her name, but I guess we'll keep it like a little mysterious. Um, so be excited. But yeah, I just had the flu. I felt like crap and it just made me realize, it reminded me how important your health is. And when you don't have your health, it's just like the biggest wake up call. And I don't know, it's something that everyone takes for granted, you know? So anyway, but I actually, so this is exciting. So because I was sick, I couldn't finish my COVID vaccination because when you're sick, you can't get the vaccine for a number of reasons. Um, I guess they don't recommend that you get it because obviously if you had COVID, they wouldn't want you going to the COVID vaccination center and like possibly spreading it. And also like if you were just me, had a cold flu type thing, um, if you got the vaccination during that, like if you had side effects from the vaccination, they wouldn't be able to tell side effects and symptoms versus symptoms from the sickness that you had. So yeah, you're not supposed to get it. I actually think Um, actually when I got my doses of the vaccine, I don't think 
they took my temperature. Actually, maybe they did. I feel like they do it so quick and they have those little like laser gun type things now that you don't even remember or realize. Anyway, but I heard if you had like a fever or anything, which I did when I had the flu, they wouldn't even let you get the vaccine. But anyway, whatever. Who cares? I'm better now. Um, but yes, I did get my vaccine. I feel like I've been seeing randomly questions like in my DMs or my Instagram being like, this is so random. Just wondering if you're getting the vaccine. Like, did you get it? Which one did you get? Whatever. So yes, I got my vaccine. I got the Moderna and yeah, I didn't have, I didn't know which one I was getting by the way here. I don't know if that's like a common thing. I know my sister, and my mom, when they got it in New York, they knew beforehand, like you signed up and it was like Pfizer, like they knew which one they were getting. But here, Max and I actually didn't know which one we were getting and we got there and they're like, surprise, this is when you get. And I think they said it's because they get new ones every day, like new shipments in, so they don't know even which one that you would be getting like it changes all the time but yeah I did get my vaccination I didn't have any crazy sickness symptoms from it or anything just my arm was kind of sore but that was it I know some of my friends felt like so sick after so I actually heard that you I don't know if this is true but I heard that you have more symptoms and feel more sick after getting the COVID vaccine if you had COVID at some point um, so I guess some of my friends that had it and caught the vaccine had more like issues after having the vaccine, but since I never had COVID, maybe that's why it wasn't too bad for me, but yeah, on my vaccination, just thought we could catch up. Like obviously the title of this episode, you know, I wanted to do this episode because I feel like these are questions that I get a lot from you guys and I've sort of touched on them briefly in episodes in the past. Like I'm sure there's other episodes where I've gone more into detail on being independent, finding independence, because that's something that I have improved with tremendously. But I wanted to get specific and talk about being independent and keeping that independence while being in a relationship, because I think it's something you really have to work on in time management, because that's, again, something I really struggled with for a while. Something that I've improved with a little, like I'm not amazing at it, Um, but that's sort of inspiration for this episode if you will so we'll get into that later but you guys know I love my chit chat catch up in the beginning so that's what we're doing now um hockey is back so that's another thing of course when I was sick I convinced myself I had COVID too because for you guys know my boyfriend Max plays hockey and for the hockey sort of like protocol this year with COVID um like if anyone on the team or any trainer coach anyone like that tests positive the team kind of gets shut down for a week or two or however long like depending on the situation and um you guys know or maybe you didn't know they all the players all the staff get tested every single day and so that's why they're able to have their season but um yeah now that I'm thinking about it it's like crazy that Max gets like I knew know that he does but I can't imagine getting the thing shoved up my nose every day like ow he's probably so used to it now but of course they were on like a little COVID protocol shutdown thing while I was feeling sick so I was like oh my gosh you probably have it I probably have it and he's like question no like literally testing negative every day and I'm like yeah okay right so that was funny that I convinced myself I had it when Max was testing negative every day and we lived together but it was sad because hockey I was to say hockey was gone hockey was not happening um his hockey team wasn't playing for the past like two weeks with that situation but now everyone's healthy everyone's good so their first game was actually last night from like two weeks before like they hadn't played in so long so yeah I'm just really happy hockey's back so fun to go to a game again it felt like they didn't play in 
literally ages because <laughs> I don't know the two weeks just went by so slow and it just made me realize like how much of my social life here is going to the hockey games because it's just fun obviously going to like events being around other people and hanging out with all his teammates girlfriends and wives and in those two weeks I was like wow I have my social life is very bleak and I miss chit-chatting with other girls. I'm, like, texting them. I'm, like, hi. miss you guys. Like, what's everyone been up to? Like, are we just, like, chilling at home? So, <laughs> yeah, it was really nice that they had a game last night. I was so happy to, like, see all the girls. And, yeah, so that's what's up with that. Um, actually, as I'm recording this episode, it's Thursday, April 22nd. And this is going up tomorrow, Friday, April 23rd. And I actually really like when I record episodes right before they go up I know I've talked about this before because it just feels so like fresh and in the moment I'm like if you guys are listening tomorrow and I'm like it's clearly recorded like weeks in advance I don't know I mean it's still good but you know what I mean I'm just happy that you get like the fresh tea of what's happening like right now currently um so yeah as you guys are listening to this tomorrow I guess a lot of you don't listen the day it comes out I feel like I always listen to podcasts after they come out like not the day they come out like within the weeks after or I will literally go back like years ago I'll listen to like even really old ones but anyway um also as if you're listening to this tomorrow on Friday April 23rd or whatever this weekend I'm really excited because I'm going to the Outer Banks in three days wait what's today Thursday Friday Saturday. yeah I'm going Sunday morning and I am so dang excited I talked about this I think in the vlog I just posted or I'm about to post um, don't worry, we're being really safe, everything like that, going with a group of friends to my best friend Taylor's beach house in the Outer Banks, and if you guys have been there, you know that you, like, I don't know, they're just all these big family homes, and I feel like families go and, like, rent out these homes, or they're for, like, I don't know, they're just, like, big beach houses, like, family homes, like, a big family will go, and you kind of just stay there, like, you don't really do anything else, you just hang out in the house, because it's so fun, and the beach is right there, you go to the beach, hang out, ride bikes around but it's not like um I don't know how to like it's the opposite of traveling to like Miami where you're like going to different restaurants going all these places like it's not like that at all so we feel really safe doing this and all of us are very COVID careful COVID safe like scared um if you guys couldn't tell I was like so afraid I got sick so we've all been so careful with it and actually are all vaccinated so we feel really safe to do this it's my best friend Taylor's birthday next week. Oh my gosh. It's literally so soon. And yeah, so that's just going to be so exciting. It's Taylor, our friends Amy and Megan from college, our best friend Hannah from home, Lucy, my twin sister. I literally can't wait. And yeah, I'm just so excited. Maybe this will just feel like the world is going back to normal, even this little trip. Oh, also we're all driving. So we feel like uber, uber safe. Um, we all socially distance, masks, everything like that. So yeah, that's going to be really fun. And I may even record a podcast episode with friends while I'm there. That could be so fun. Huh? Some college stories. I also cannot believe you guys. Taylor's been on a podcast, but it's like overdue. I get messages from you guys being like, I think Taylor needs to be on a podcast again. Or like, we want Taylor on a YouTube video. We miss her. But it's crazy because my best friend, best friend from home, Hannah, it's so the type of friend that like whenever I do get to see her we're so in the moment catching up like we talk a mile a minute could talk all day long that we like barely have any photos together or like proof that we're best friends do you guys know what I mean so I was texting her the other day 
And I'm like, I cannot believe you haven't been on my podcast. So Hannah needs to be on my podcast. That would be so much fun. And what else have I been up to? Oh, since I was sick, I really was bored with my time. And it it made me realize how, I don't know, how when there's so many things I can't do in a day, how like empty my day felt and I had to like fill it somehow. I was going crazy. So I've always wanted to read. I'll talk about this. I've always been the type of person or I've always wanted to be the type of person that reads, if that makes sense. And I've like never read. I remember being a little girl and loved reading. Like I would read all the time and then I just lost it as I got older. And recently I bought all these books at Barnes and Nobles so that I am motivated to read. And when I was sick, I was like, Gretchen, literally no more excuses. You have to read. And also this book is going to be so fun. You know that you're going to like love it and enjoy it. So the book I've been reading started when I'm sick, but I'm still making myself read it now. Don't worry. I like have to make the time for it sort of like schedule it out, time batch a moment in my day to read or like it will not happen. I'll get to that. That's my little foreshadowing of my time management segment. But the book I've been reading is called Blowing My Way to the Top and it's by Jen Atkin. If you guys know her, she's a celebrity hairstylist and I feel like I've just been getting to know about her and her story so much more um, by reading her book. And I follow her on Instagram and yeah I just think she's really cool like you would never know from her Instagram that she grew up Mormon in Utah and totally wanted like a different path in her life and moved to LA when she was what 17 18 and just started hustling and became a hairdresser and she's like Instagram wasn't a thing you know phones weren't a thing like you would take photos of your client's hair with um like a disposable camera and have to go get them developed at Costco and give them the picture like that was like taking a photo for like it's it's crazy and she was saying how hairdressers were so competitive like nothing was collaborative I'm like giving away the beginning of the book here but you guys should listen I've really been liking it and I'm excited that I'm not like too deep into it so I get to bring it to the beach and I get to read it there that's one place I really do enjoy reading is at the beach so sure I'll keep reading in the Outer Banks if you guys didn't know I don't even think I said but if you're like what the heck is the Outer Banks I feel like if you're from the East Coast you kind of know but um like my girlfriends here are like what huh what's the Outer Banks where is that so it's in North Carolina but yeah that's what's up it's getting warm here thank goodness finally actually today is like randomly so cold like Max and I woke up this morning and we're like why (laughs) 34 degrees like a old friend came in I sound like such a boring adult that I like (laughs) like I don't know care about the who doesn't care about the weather actually though but I've like been paying attention to it so much because I just want it to be like really warm anyway (laughs) um also last thing because I'm I'm chit-chatting a lot Michelle Reed if you guys follow her on Instagram watch her YouTube videos listen to her podcast I want to give a shout out. Maybe this is something I can start doing in the beginning of my episodes is saying a podcast that I'm loving. Um, I mean, usually I really don't stray from like the Skinny Confidential. I don't listen to podcasts that much, but whenever I do, I'm like, oh, and I just love the Skinny Confidential. So that's like usually what I end up listening to. I don't know how I got onto Michelle Reed's podcast. I love following her on Instagram. I love when I get to watch her YouTube videos. I think I was watching a YouTube video and she just has, if you guys have seen her stuff, she has such a calming, like peaceful 
aura or vibe about her. I don't know what it is. She could literally talk about, I don't even know what, like random stuff for an hour and I would listen because she just puts me at ease and makes me feel so calm and makes me feel put together because she's so put together. Like, or at least in my view, she has like everything put together. All her ducks are in a row. She has such a routine, a schedule. She's so organized. She's such an organized person. I'll talk about that too in this episode. But so listening to her, watching her makes me feel like that even when I like 99% of the time feel like a hot mess. Um, it just makes me feel good listening. So I've been loving listening to her podcast so much. It's called But What's Next with Michelle Reed. And yeah, I just feel like I relate to her a lot. I'm literally going to whip out my phone right now and tell you guys some of like the titles of her episodes because they just like drew me in and yeah, I've been loving it. Like the last one I listened to or most recent, how I find motivation and drive in my life, finding inspiration in work, fitness, health, faith. I just love everything she talks about. Like I just eat it all up. Like this is all great to me. Getting along with a new family, merging finances, falling out of love, best marriage advice. Because she actually, she's younger than me. I want to say she's 22. Um, But she actually just got married. So we're, I would say I relate to her a lot in like the living with your partner, having a golden retriever puppy, you know, things like that. We both have golden puppies. But obviously she's married and Max and I are married. We're just dating. Um, But still like talking about her in-laws, like, I don't know. I just feel like I relate to it a lot. And it's just, like, helpful listening to her podcast. Um, Oh, she talks a lot about embracing slow living. She's very, like, I don't know if I want to say, like, minimalistic. But she has, like, a really good view on, like, slow living, living minimally, like, within your means. um, Being careful with how you spend your money, budgeting, things like that. Oh, I love this one. Daily habits that improve my life. How to be more self-disciplined, develop a routine, enjoy the mundane. All of these are things that I've wanted to like grasp in my life, but I've struggled with so much because I feel like innately I'm kind of the opposite deep down and I'm so like wild child. I always want to be on the go, like doing fun, crazy, exciting things, travel, da, 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 da. I feel like that's just, that was my life. That was so me, especially in college. But now I'm like, okay, Gretchen, you graduated, you have a dog, you have your little family. Obviously, in pandemic, you can't travel. Like, you need to slow down. Oh, my gosh, moving to Pennsylvania has helped me slow down so dang much from being in Boston. And, yeah, I just feel like I am inspired by her because she lives in a way that, like, inspires me, and I want to be more like that. So this is, like, a big plug for her podcast. She has no idea I'm doing this. Um, But I – oh, my goodness. I'm so excited that – (laughs) I just sat on my phone and her podcast started playing. I was like, what is that? What's going on? I just got so scared. But I actually, (laughs) there's your little preview. But when I was listening, I was laying out in the sun and I posted on my Instagram story and she DM'd me. And this just goes to show you guys, you never know like what goes on the other side of the phone or like behind the scenes. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I was just like, girl, like I have been loving your podcast. And she's like, this means so much to me. Like it can be, you know, really challenging to come up with like new fresh ideas each week. Um, I can be like in a rut about it. And I'm like, wow, I so relate. I feel that way with my podcast. Cause I just want to make sure I'm talking about things that you guys want to hear about. And I can feel really inspired sometimes and other times like in a rut, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have no idea. You know, I'm like your podcast topics are like incredible so organized so put together she also has made me want to be more put together and organized in my podcast episodes because little do you guys know um I feel like that's one of my biggest like 
critiques, feedback from my podcast, people are like, oh, so hard to listen to. Gretchen's all over the place. She's so disorganized. And I'm like, little do you guys know that's my ADHD and I have the longest list of notes in front of me, but half the time I ignore them and <laughs> like digressing, talking off script. Well, it's not a script, but it's just like notes. Like obviously I have like time management, being an independent in a relationship, like notes and under those coming up. Um, but I just will like ignore the show notes and just get chatty with you guys. But yeah, she inspires me to be like more organized, put together in my episodes. So yeah, that's the catch up. That's what I've been up to. Moving on, Gretchen, no more digressing. Last thing before we get into the meat of the episode is you guys know I always talk about something I'm happy about this week just to like brighten the mood, right? Like let's just focus on the positives here. That's just so my view in life. Let's just like focus on the positives, not ignore the negatives, but just not not focus on it. <laughs> I'm so like glass half full, um, see the bright side of every situation. I'm sure you guys know that and obviously my podcast is called the happy hour for a reason so happy vibes over here but what I'm happy about this week well (laughs) is that I'm about to leave for the outer banks (laughs) I just feel like I mean truly I can admit this it's kind of sad to admit but I feel like I started to not what's the word I'm looking for I started to take travel for granted because of how much I was traveling and by the end like obviously the pandemic I'm not trying to say it's a good thing at all but one silver lining from it for me personally was when the pandemic came and it forced me to slow down and focus on what matters friends family health things like that it just made me realize how fast paced my life was and it was good for me to have such a long break in traveling to get excited about it again and realize how lucky I was and grateful I should be that I got to travel so much but by the end before the pandemic I would like get so like oh my gosh I was just you know here in California and now I'm going to Florida in a week but like I would sort of like despise it by the end I'd be like I just want to like be in college or be in Boston with my friends but I'm going on this trip for a brand for YouTube or for whatever it may be even if it's like my family I just felt like I was so I was spread so thin and so travel just became like I was so over it and not even like this sounds so like selfish and like unrelatable and like rude to say but honestly I was just struggling so much with my like immune system like my health I was just sick all the time because I was like spread so thin and traveling so much like traveling can take such a toll on your health at least with me I feel like my immune system is so sensitive if I get up really early for a flight and then I'm like traveling all day which is obviously so draining and I slept for like four hours a night before I will be sick the next day like I'm just so sensitive to that type of stuff so it's been so nice for the past year to really like have my health like I haven't been in such great health so like of course I'm just telling you how I was so sick but that was like the first time I was sick in a year and meanwhile in college I legit had strep throat like twice a month every month you guys know that if you followed me for a while So anyway, what I'm trying to say, I digress, is that I was so over traveling, but then in the past year, I've built up, my will to travel has been building up, and obviously I've been like itching to travel, like who hasn't, and yeah, as much as I'm like saying travel, I just want to be clear that it's obviously we're not like traveling around, coming in contact with tons of people, things like that, no, like I said, it's like the six of us, 
in this house and we're just moving locations <laughs> for a week if you will I'm just gonna be in warm weather oh I can't wait so that's what I'm happy about this week that's like a big thing to be happy about but you guys know sometimes I'm just like oh my gosh I am so happy about like my Rita's Italian ice last night or like my waffle I had this morning I just love the little things too but moving on you guys know I also always say like a happy quote happy idea this one this week is a little cliche maybe a little cheesy yes I did find it on Google but it's that it goes it's up to you to see the beauty in everyday things and oh I just love this this reminds me so much of Michelle Reed and her vibe in her podcast but I just love this I feel like listening to Michelle's podcast episodes made me realize how much more like her and how much more I relate to her being here in Pennsylvania and what I mean by that at one point in her episode she was talking about um which episode was I can't even remember but she was talking about the value in like socializing and she's like as humans we're such social creatures and she does what I do so she works from home by herself all day every day and she's like I when she lived in New York City, she used to, like, run into strangers, and if she was, like, having a conversation with a stranger, she's, like, I literally used to think of it as, like, a disruption in my day, or kind of an annoyance, and I so relate to that in Boston. I just feel like maybe in cities, everyone's so go, 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 like, quick mindset that, like, being hung up anywhere talking to anyone is, like, oh, gosh, like, you know, this is, like, throwing me off my schedule for today, but now she's like she lives in Texas and she's like when I take my dog out and I'm chatting with a neighbor for five minutes it is like the best thing and I go back inside ready to like slay the day you know for my work and I'm just like so much more motivated to have a little like refresh moment and that just like opened to my eye opened my eyes to how much I relate to that and how much I feel that way so how this relates to this quote is it's up to you to see the beauty in everyday things. I feel like I wasn't stopping and smelling the roses, if you will, when I lived in Boston because I was just so hyper-focused on doing all the things I wanted to do, like packing my schedule every day because there's so much to do in a city. But I feel like moving here to Pennsylvania where it's just a lot more of a slow lifestyle, I don't know, it's just been so good for me. And I feel like my mental health, my physical health, and has allowed me really to like see the beauty in everyday things and now I love I was chatting with my older couple neighbors yesterday for so long and like I love it I feel just like Michelle where I come inside and I'm like oh that was so nice to catch up with them and have a little refresh moment in my day and yeah I just feel like having a slower lifestyle here has allowed me to see the beauty in everyday things and sort of like romanticize my life a little if you will like I get way more excited to go on like a little drive with Max in the evening after dinner or go get ice cream or yeah like an ice cream cone with Brody it's just so special whereas in Boston I would be like okay this is on my to-do list like this is what we're doing tonight okay we gotta like go get ice cream so I can get home and get to bed I don't know I was just way in a different mindset and way more rushed and had way more going on so yeah I hope that inspires you to see the beauty in everyday things in your life interrupting super quick to tell you guys about story worth if there's ever been a year to make the moms in your life feel loved and appreciated on mother's day it's this one right like this past year has been 
so tough on everyone, on my mom, especially as she continues to really find her new normal without my dad. So that's why it's that much more important that she feels appreciated this Mother's Day after everything we've been through, not to mention her birthing twins, right? Like me and my twin sister. That's why I'm honoring my mom with a heartfelt, sentimental gift our whole family will cherish together forever seriously a story worth so if you guys didn't know story worth is an online service it helps your mom grandmother mother-in-law every mother figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts it's such a fun way to engage with them especially if you can't be together in person this year so every week story worth will email your mom a different story prompt like questions you've literally never thought to ask like what is the best advice your mother ever gave to you? And even like, if you could choose any talents, what would they be? So StoryWorth has helped so many families learn about each other in profound, really special ways and their testimonials could seriously move you to tears like I read them. And in fact, StoryWorth has already created a powerful experience for me because my mom has shared memories and details from her childhood that I never would have known otherwise. It just allowed me to bond with her in even more meaningful way which is just so important to Lucy and I especially since she's our only parent left now and there's really no shortage of surprises when you're reading these weekly stories it's funny how well you think you know your parent and then reading something you never knew about them before and they can just make your family feel close together even if you're not together like one of my mom's stories you guys was how she told my dad they were having twins and I never would have known that if you were wondering by the way they had their ultrasound appointment and she had him come in and she goes there right there like emphasis on the there and of course he freaks out like so excited so after one year story worth will compile all your mom's stories including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped to you for free so give your mom the most meaningful gift this mother's day with story worth get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash happy hour you'll get ten dollars off your first purchase that's storyworth.com slash happy hour for ten dollars off such a good idea for mother's day this year you guys don't forget by the way it's coming up on sunday may 9th but let's get into the episode for pete's sake finally right (laughs) so time management sorry by the way i feel like i'm not sick anymore but I feel like I keep gasping for air in this episode. <laughs> like I'm out of breath. Probably because I'm talking really fast. My mom and dad would tell me, Gretchen, slow down. Slow down. They would always say that growing up. Okay, we're taking a breath together here. We're slowing down. So, time management. Oh, man, you guys. I cannot begin to tell you how much I've struggled with this my whole life. Some of you may relate. And I don't know what it is. Or I do know what it is. I'm extremely easily distracted so managing my time has always been extremely ineffective and inefficient and I think back to my elementary school report cards and it would say easily distracted by others or easily distracts others like things like yeah that's always been me crazy outgoing crazy all over the place cannot focus easily yeah So, as you could see, time management and I haven't had the best relationship, but it's taken so much of my diligent effort to be better at it and be like, Gretchen, come on, girl, like, be the best version of yourself that you want to be that is better with time management, even if she's not perfect. Like, I'm never going to be the type that 
He's like perfect with time batching my day, doesn't go on my phone once, is not distracted by my dog that I want to pet and cuddle with, isn't going to start like cleaning the kitchen or the, th- you know, because I'm working from home. Like that will still happen. I will still be distracted. But just like putting in an effort, <laughs> I'm like giving myself a pep talk. Come on, girl, just put in a little effort here. Just like try a little bit. You know, anything is better than nothing. <laughs> it's always been like rock bottom. <laughs> Some of you are probably like, okay, Gretchen, like I have it together more than that. But I really never have. So I want to tell you my biggest number one tip secret that has helped me with this a lot. First things first. Plugging in my phone into the charger far away from me. <laughs> this may seem um, obvious or simple, like dumb to say, but my phone, and it's like literally taken me so long to just like be honest with myself and make myself realize what the issues were in my everyday habits and routine um, and why I felt like I couldn't get the simplest tasks done. And it's because I was very distracted by this one little thing that was always lighting up and, you know, binging, dinging at me. <laughs> What is that word? Bring, pinging, dinging, ringing. You know what I'm saying. Pinging. Pinging? Is that what the notifications do? You Like you have a ping? Anyway, your phone is such a big freaking distraction. And I, it, it hit me like I wish someone could hand me a printed out sheet at the end of the day and broke down the time like Gretchen. You, you know, were eating for an hour when you had your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You were eating for an hour of the day. You were working out for an hour of the day. You showered and got ready for an hour of the day. Um, You actually only worked for maybe like four or five hours because you were scrolling through Instagram for like three hours. Like, it just made me, it hit me that however long I thought I was on my phone was definitely wrong. And I was lying to myself. And when I get those screen time reports, oh my God, like they are so bad. And a part of me is like, oh, well, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm on my YouTube videos, replying to comments on there, replying to comments on my Instagram. So my case, part of my work, but obviously I get distracted. And the, I think what is the most distracting and like addicting to me is like your phone is so addictive. The scroll feature on Instagram and TikTok. Oh my gosh, I could scroll all day long. Or it's like my mind literally just gets, I don't know what it is, switched into a different mode. Like it's like a trance. I literally feel hypnotized to my phone because I'll look up and an hour has gone by and I've scrolled for an hour and I'm like, whoa, I felt like I've been on my phone for five minutes. So it's crazy how addictive, how distracting your phone is. So when I literally get it away from me, that's like the only thing. That's like how I have to do it because even it sitting next to me right now like it's burning a hole in my pocket do you know what I mean that's like not the right phrase that's like when you have money in your pocket and you have to go spend it it's like burning a hole in your pocket but it's like I'm so aware that it's right here and it's like subconsciously a distraction even though I'm talking to you guys yeah the phone is crazy this sounds a lot like um the social dilemma is that what that documentary is called I still haven't watched it on Netflix I'm writing a note right now Go watch The Social Dilemma. And if you guys haven't watched it, go watch it. Go watch Social Dilemma. (laughs) But I feel like I already know what it's going to say. And it's like everything I was just saying, how like addictive your phone is. I actually did watch the first five minutes and then I like fell asleep. So I never watched it. 
Um, but it was saying how like the app developers like try to make it addictive so that you'll be on their apps more. It's crazy. I think it's wild. But yeah, the phone for me is the biggest distraction in time management. That's why I want to put such an emphasis on it. The issue is your phone. Plug it in far away. The biggest difference I've noticed in my day and my productivity has skyrocketed. I leave. Yeah, this is something I've done. Pro tip, do this if you really struggle like me. Some of you probably have enough self-discipline that you can have your phone charger on your nightstand like a normal human adult. I cannot do that. That's what I've realized. In my 20, it took me 24 years to realize. I leave my phone charger in the kitchen, on the kitchen counter, and I plug my phone in out there. So sometimes I actually will fall asleep with my phone in my nightstand, but it's not getting charged. And, like, I don't really look at it because I yell at myself and I'm like, bad Gretchen, don't grab your phone. But I try to plug it in in the kitchen every night and I'll be going to bed and I literally will look over and try to grab something on my nightstand and I catch myself and I'm like, oh my God, it's not here. Like it's so deeply ingrained in me to just grab my phone at all times. Like look for notifications, look at emails, look at comments, look, like I'm always looking for something. Like I just want to like keep up and it's just so bad. Like it ruins your productivity. So plugging my phone in the kitchen. And then sometimes, like I said, if I fall asleep with it on the nightstand at night, but then during the day, it's going to die. So I have to keep it plugged in in the kitchen. Like it's so good when my phone's almost dead because I have to keep it plugged in somewhere. And then I go about my day and I do other things and I record my podcast or I do laundry or I film a YouTube video and my phone isn't there to freaking distract me. So plug in your phone far away from you. Have the smallest iPhone cords. <laughs> you can't go high when you're in bed. Seriously, like that has changed everything for me in time management. I know that's not like specifically time management. That's more like distraction, um, being productive, how you, how efficient you are with your time, I guess. But for me, that has everything to do with managing my time because all my time would get managed on my phone when I was on it all the time. So when I also think about time management, I wrote this down in my notes. I think of this phrase of, trying to have a good day every day. This might sound random, but when I manage my time poorly, I, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I've had the worst day. I just want this day to be over so I can start over tomorrow and manage my time better, have a good day. So I've noticed when I am really diligent on my time management and like trying to focus on one task at a time and get through them so I can move on with my day and feel like, okay, I've accomplished the biggest things that I need to get over with so I can keep going. For example, it's bright and early Thursday morning and I'm recording this podcast and it's going to feel so good that I, not to say like I got it over with because obviously I love recording this with you guys, but just that I can like check this task off my to-do list and move on to the other things instead of it being like the biggest, longest task like this takes me so long to record, edit, upload, show notes, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like looming over my head all day. So when I can be diligent with my time management and literally schedule out, I know different things work for different people. Um, I actually haven't used this in a while, but when I do, it really helps. If I have a lot going on, I can spell it all out is like a daily planner and you can literally put like, okay, woke up at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every hour what you want to be doing. See, sometimes this stresses me out though, and this is why I haven't done it in a while because I would put like, I would just be not realistic with it and I still feel like I'm 
I just don't even realize how long things take me. Like, I would, you know, I could put this at 9 a.m. Like, it's 9. Putting this at 9 a.m., record, podcast, edit, upload, da, da, da. But no, like, I record for an hour, but then the other things also take an hour, maybe even two hours. So then it's like, wait, then I'm way behind because then I was supposed to have breakfast work out, but, but now it's, like, already noon. You see where I'm going? So scheduling by hour can be a little challenging for me, but it is helpful if you are realistic with it and say, okay, Gretchen, your time time batching I'll get into that too time blocking first three hours a day dedicated to the podcast okay then we're gonna move on lunch maybe read your book for an hour maybe take a little break like a lunch break I don't know and then it's like okay move on we're gonna film this Q&A video and then you're gonna edit it you're gonna do the thumbnail da, 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 da. and so like time batching like that specifically by tasks can be really helpful but I will get into that so that's how I think of time management when I manage my time well efficiently and so that I can, because there's been so many times I've caught myself, like, especially when I first moved here, I just felt like I was going a million miles an hour still, Boston lifestyle, trying to do everything all day, every day. And I was going to bed at like 1am and Max would already be asleep. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, how am I managing my time? And like being organized during the day so that I can put away my phone and my computer at 6pm cook dinner and like relax with Max and Brody is like the best thing to me and will show me that I manage my time well during the day when I'm like all right it's after dinner back to work and I have to go film a YouTube video or edit or whatever it is I'm like okay how did we manage my time today clearly it wasn't that good and I am someone too I think with my crazy lifestyle like I'm saying and traveling so much I feel like a lot of times in my life I've felt very out of control and sort of like lost, hot mess, not being able to focus, what am I even doing type of vibe. And I have learned that the key to feeling in control of your life and more focused and purposeful is having an organized, very organized, balanced life in like every area. And I think the more you try to organize in every aspect of your life, you will feel so much more put together. And I have made such an effort in that. And I think because innately I feel like such a, I was about to say purple aura, if you guys know about those. I'll move on if you are like, what is she even saying? But if you know the purple aura, (laughs) I am so like, just like I said, like wild child deep down. I know that's how I am. That's how my mom is. My sister is very spontaneous, like fun, driven, social people. So I don't have that. I can't believe I'm talking about aura colors right now. Yellow aura. (laughs) Like the organized, very like routine type person. So it's something I really have to like focus on and work work on because I have struggled with time management so much in my life recently I just feel like I've gotten better by making myself focus so time batching I have heard about this a lot I feel like the first time I heard about this is skinny confidential a while back probably like a year ago and I'm like huh what's time batching and she is so diligent with it she's like really focused I'm like not that that good at it I should maybe get a little more strict on this it probably would help me But when she was talking about time batching, she's like, I literally will, like, turn my phone off, put it on silent, whatever. And she had, like, a timer on her desk. Because she's like, if I had the timer on my phone, it would distract me. She had a timer on her desk for, like, 30 minutes, write a blog post. I, like, remember that specific example. But I actually pulled up a definition for you guys of time batching if you haven't heard of it. Because I think... Well, I was going to say, if you work for yourself, work from home, I think you, like, really need this to focus because you are your own boss in your day 
can be super unstructured so it's up to you to build in the structure yeah this is this episode is literally me pep talking myself and like telling me what I need to do to be better (laughs) but I just think this applies to everyone now because obviously in a pandemic like so many people are working from home all my friends that I can think about that are now working from home I feel like have made that transition of the work from home life and have like brought up struggles to me whether it's like oh I'm like feeling like crap I'm not getting ready in the morning like I realize I need to get up and put on an outfit put on makeup I mean to each of their own everyone's different but I'm like yeah you guys these are like struggles I've had for ever since I've done YouTube it's always remote in nature and work from home vibes and yes you get distracted by your dishwasher and you want to go empty the dish like all these things and so I think time batching is really a helpful tool for everyone right now especially if you're working from home so I'm going to read you what this says what I found about it if you look away from your computer screen for even a second your eyes are introduced to a world of distractions huh sounds familiar this says your phone chatting co-workers many other self-imposed mental interruptions are the plague of productivity it's amazing what people can get done nowadays considering a lot of things near and far are calling for our attention. Imagine the world you could accomplish if you had a strategy for blocking off time for specific tasks. Enter time batching. So what is time batching? Time batching is a time management technique that includes grouping similar tasks together and setting aside a time to complete them all or work on them until a predetermined point of progress. The purpose of time batching is to minimize distractions for a workflow that enables concentration, attention to detail, productivity. When you have a list of 30 small tasks, it can be easy to get one done rather quickly and then scroll through Instagram. Oh my gosh, this is literally this article is written for me. Then you check off another simple task off your to-do list. You pick up a book to read. Separating your to-do list items into batches helps you dedicate your full attention to those particular tasks as opposed to multitasking. Just thought I would read that for you guys. If you feel like that's something that could help or if you haven't heard about time batching in the past. So, as you could tell from what I just read, multitasking should not be the goal. And I think that's something that I've gotten wrong in the 24 years of my life I've always felt like I need to do more be more productive be more efficient so obviously in my mind okay efficiency equals multitasking and I'm on the phone while doing laundry while doing and it's no because it is just distracting and if you can't dedicate your full attention to something and everything is getting like 50% of you or 30% of you you're not doing it to the best of your ability and I didn't believe I always thought that multitasking was like efficient and you could get things done quicker. And I'm going to butcher this. I should have like looked this up, but this is just making me think about an episode I listened to of the Skinny Confidential Shocker. And it was actually a study done somewhere. I'm not going to like pretend like I remember where, but basically I want to say it was like Harvard. So maybe I am pretending I, I know where, but they had participants in this study Um, multitask and do things kind of like do a task a little bit back and forth with other things while they're doing other things and then they had you know like controlled environment whatever had other people doing tasks like time batching like one after another until things were done and every time the people time batching focusing on one thing at a time once one task was completed moved to the next they out beat out beat out finished beat finished quicker than the people multitasking and I remember when I heard that I was like wow I needed to hear this to know that my multitasking all over the place 
um, vibe every day, isn't cutting it, and actually is harming my productivity and not working. So if you're a big multitasker, I mean, I think in some occasions multitasking is great. You know, if I'm on a drive and I can call my mom or my manager or something like that, have a conversation that I knew I've been wanting to have, I think that's great. You know, it's like, it's I'm not it's not taking away from the conversation that I'm driving. Like I'm driving, focusing on the road, but I can also speak while I'm doing that. But I'm actually really bad at multitasking. So that's about like the <laughs> the highest level of multitasking I can even do. Like if Max is talking to me and I'm doing something, I'm like, dude, like I literally can't even hear you. Like it's going in one ear out the other. Like I'm writing the show notes for my podcast, for example. And so I'm not good at multitasking. Um, maybe that's a good thing deep down because since I'm not good at it and I can't really do it, like, I shouldn't really be doing it anyway because, again, it's just, like, distracting. And I feel like while I'm doing something, if I'm, like, reading something while someone's talking to me, both things are getting half my attention and not the focus that they need. So, yeah, I thought I would tell you guys about time batching and see if it helps you. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. And this is just telling me how much more I need to do this because it's my, it's my dang phone. I know it's my phone. Or even it's just my mindset that doesn't focus very easily and I will be like even now as I'm recording this podcast and I'm talking to you guys about this looking at my notes I feel like my mind can wander and I'm like oh I'm starting to get hungry oh Brody just went to daycare this morning I wonder how he's doing and it's like Gretchen focus come on or I mean I have to be very present when I'm like recording this with you guys but if I am like editing a video I will get distracted so easily and I'll just like jump to something else that I want to do or an email will pop up or I'll be like uh I'm just gonna like pause here and I'm gonna do the thumbnail now because the thumbnail is fun and I'll just like move on to something else I want to do and I think sometimes it's okay and I let myself like okay if I've edited for a while this is a little break to move on to a different work task I'll come back to it but a lot of times it can make whatever task it is a lot longer and like just ruin my productivity so yeah I (laughs) I just read my multitasking should not be the goal note again and when I looked at it quick I read it as multitasking should be illegal (laughs) am I okay okay moving on last thing I want to say about time management is to get really like philosophical with you guys is that the word okay your best version of yourself your higher self if you will if you guys remember when I talked about that my friend Tori Tori De Simone her podcast manifest with Tori De Simone she talks about your higher self all the time and like manifesting this like highest best version of yourself so your higher self best version of yourself if you will I love thinking about the best version of Gretchen and comparing myself to her because I think comparing myself to other people can be a really negative detrimental thing but comparing myself to an ideal version of myself I think is great and motivates me so when I think of the the best version of Gretchen I think what does the ideal version of me do with their time every day what does that person do with their time every day how do they spend their time like what are the types of things that that person does every day like what I'm trying to be articulate with you guys. What are they doing every day that like makes up their everyday routine and their habits and their rituals? How do they eat? How do they show up in their relationships? And so I think that can help sort of focus me in on time management and make me more disciplined with it because I'm like, okay, even if I'm fighting this the whole way, 
the best version of me I know is getting her work done, giving all her attention to that while she's doing that, doing the best she can in the workplace. She's showing up in her relationships for her dog Brody, for her mom and her sister and her boyfriend Max. Like, if you start to think of it like that and, like, how much you want to accomplish with your day and the things that are important to you, I think time management will come naturally because you'll find a way to like get all these things done I've always been the type of person too I've, I'm sure you guys are shocked as I've told you I'm so all over the place innately that um I've been a big procrastinator shocker throughout my whole life so yeah <laughs> such a procrastinator and I think that kind of goes along with what I was just gonna say is that I've always been the type of person though and this kind of enables my procrastination is if I put something off I always know deep down, like this is something I know about myself, it will get done. I'm not the type of person that, um, you know, this really applied in college. If I had a homework assignment, I would not do it right away. I would procrastinate till the very last day, but I had this faith in the back of my head. I know it'll get done. I will not let it not get done. I will not not complete a homework assignment because I know I need to do it. I know it's important for my grades, for my well-being, for my life, for all these things, like all these things that I need to do deep down. I don't do it right away because I'm like, well, they will get done because it's something that's important to me, just not right away. But it really should, like, I should flip the mindset of, like, it is so important to me that I should do it right away so that it's not, like I said earlier, something looming in my head over, it's like a cloud over my whole day, like, oh my gosh, I got to, like, write this essay later. Because if you just write it now and move on, then you won't have to worry about it anymore. So, yeah, that's my little bit on time management. And this really doesn't (laughs) go with time management, but I guess segueing, like I said, for time management, how do you show up in your relationships? What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Speaking of relationships, being independent in relationships. How was that for a segue? But I just want to talk about these two things because there's something that I... They're both things that I get asked about all the time. So being independent in a relationship. I know I've talked about independence before and how I've come such a long way in being independent because I've struggled a lot. And I want to talk about specifically in a relationship because I see this come up a lot on just how to maintain a sense of independence while being in a relationship because I think it can be tough, like I said, and something you have to work on. So me in specific, I feel like mine has actually grown a lot while being in a relationship. Um which may sound weird at first, but let me explain. So I just feel like our dynamic as a couple has allowed for it and has encouraged for it, for me to have a sense of independence. Like Max has always had his own hobbies, his own job, his own routine. He's such a routine guy. So that, he's such a routine guy. He really is. And so since he's so disciplined in that, it will like rub off on me and show me how I can be that way and I'm like wow he's so carefree and moves about his day with ease and joy and why is he like that it's because he's freaking organized and he's got his crap together and he has such a routine every day 
he's always had his own thing, his own interests, his own hobbies, routine, things like that. So I feel like that has allowed a space for me to have mine. And don't get me wrong, we love being together, but we also love our alone time. And I feel like I've learned to love my alone time even more like being in a relationship with him, Um, which I never knew would like happen. I would think, you know, being in a relationship, you think you just want to be with him all the time and you become less independent. I think that happens a lot in relationships. So I want to talk about how to keep your independence in a relationship. I've actually seen, I'm not going to say obviously in specific, but one girl very close to me, one friend, was always my inspiration for this and like crazy independent I remember in high school was so like had a boyfriend but was so like you know I'll see you when it's time to see you when it's your time but like I have to get home I have to make my lunch I have to do my homework I have to go put on myself tanner I have to work out I have to do like was so focused on like their independence and self-care and putting themselves first and I think that made them such a great like partner in their relationship so that always inspired me However, you can see it go the other way and it was in quarantine and their relationship became very codependent and like you couldn't, you didn't even know what to do when you were on your own and you like couldn't be alone and that's like what we want to avoid, right? So I love my own hobbies and things I get to do my own. Like obviously don't get me wrong. I love all of these things with Max, but when I do, I'm going to give you guys, I have some examples. When I do these things in my everyday life on my own, it just feels like therapeutic in a way. Does that sound weird? And like a form of self-care. And I think maybe that is because I hadn't done things on my own for so long. This is like so weird to admit and like crazy to think about. But I think being a twin, having a twin sister with me, like every day in my life like I was never alone made it so that I really was not independent and then being in college where I felt like being in a sorority where I had so many friends around I always lived with a bunch of friends I was literally never alone so I was just so bad at being independent like I didn't know how to be alone like I like I didn't know how it would stress me out I would feel uncomfortable and now wow I'm thinking about it right now like I'm alone at home right now and I'm loving it like I'm thriving but it was like a big adjustment because I was just never alone. Like I didn't know how to be independent. And when I was alone, it was like the biggest deal. And all I could focus on was being alone and that I was scared that like a kidnapper was going to come kidnap me. Like crazy, crazy stuff. And And this is like when I'm 22 and 23, you know, like this is like recent. Like I'm an adult here and I just, I, no one ever taught me how to be alone. Like this sounds crazy. I don't know if any of you guys can relate or you guys are like, wow, like you had issues. Or if you relate, Let me tell you what's helped me. So when I do these things on my own and I've been diligent with it over time, I got used to it, started enjoying it. Like walking Brody in the mornings. I mean, I guess I'm not really alone then. (laughs) When I walk Brody with Max, I love it. We love our family walks, but it's such a different vibe. I'm conversing with Max, thinking about other things. But when I walk Brody in the morning by myself, it's become such a part of my routine. Like I said, Brody's at daycare right now. It's really good when he goes to daycare for when I record my podcast because I can, again, minimize my distractions, just really focus on what I'm doing. Um, Actually, he probably should go to daycare more than he Now we bring him like maybe once a week, if that. Like he should be more social to play with his friends. But selfishly, we just always want him here to like hang out with us. Like I miss him so bad right now. Anyway, so what I'm saying is 
when I walk Brody in the morning, it is so special. It is the best start to my day. I get outside. I get some sunshine on my face. I don't talk, obviously. I mean, sometimes I do talk to Brody. I'm like, come on, buddy. I love you. I'll give him a pet, whatever. But it's such a time that I can, like, focus on me and, like, being with him and, and nature. It's just, like, such a good, like spiritual nature connection in the morning so when I have a walk with Max and Brody like I don't have that which is fine like I still love our family walks but (laughs) what I'm saying is this has been a place where I felt so independent and like that might sound dumb but like these little things really have built my independence and so like when Max brought Brody out this morning and took him to daycare and I I didn't get to take him on a walk because we like woke up late whatever And it's such a part of my routine every morning. Like, I felt my body, like, fighting it. Like, when I sat down to record this podcast, I'm like, wait, but I didn't go on a walk yet with Brody. Like, I have, like, that's the start of my day. I have to go on a walk with Brody. So that's something that's really, like, helped with my independence and something that, like, I love doing on my own. It literally feels like self-care, going on a walk, whatever it is. Even if you don't have a dog, if you go on a walk every morning by yourself outside, like, I don't know. I just feel like it'll help your independence if you struggle with it. Cooking on my own. I feel so independent. I love it. All of these things, like, when I think about it, I smile. It literally is, like, therapeutic. I'm feeling like such an adult that I'm literally saying cooking and cleaning, too. Something about if I'm here alone and I just, like, turn on some music and I get to vacuum everywhere, I do the countertops, whatever, it just feels so good deep down. So maybe I'm changing on the inside how I used to be. I used to live in, like, filth. Like, I in college, I just did not care. Like, clothes would cover the floor but then that's why I felt so so much like turmoil inside because I was not organized or clean or at all um so yeah these have helped a lot working out something like all of these things are great with Max but also great on my own and I'm so happy that that is that way for me in my life um I love working out on my own I love grocery shopping on my own Um, I think it's so fun and I just feel like I'm getting after it like all these things I do on my own (laughs) I feel like I'll text my mom and my sister like guys like I'm getting after it today I want to walk I clean our apartment like I went grocery shopping like I'm getting after it like it just feels good Um, reading obviously that's really like a solo thing love doing that on my own FaceTiming my mom and sister great when we're with Max we get to both talk to them but it just feels like therapeutic you know when I get to do it on my own so maybe that helped you guys so those are things that I love doing on my own while being in a relationship and I mean it can be hard in a relationship especially if you live together like it can easily fall into doing everything together which can like I said lead to the codependent type of thing which we don't want especially in quarantine the last year I'm sure a lot of relationships struggled with it like my close friend like I said um because you literally are spending all day every day together if you live together and when like everything around you is like closed and shut down you're forced to spend that much time together so if you don't like diligently focus on each other's independence with the relationship doing your own things and hobbies obviously like how could that not fall into like codependence spending every second together feeling so dependent on one another like oh like you're going on a walk without me no I need to come with you know so those type of things I think just like being so aware of if this is going on because you obviously don't want to be codependent and just making sure you're aware of each other's independence in the relationship and prioritizing that Um, because I think the whole codependent thing 
isn't doesn't allow for a healthy relationship and I really don't think that it's sustainable long term I think it can lead to a lot of issues in relationships so making sure you're keeping your values your interests your hobbies your goals your routines your friendships with others friendships with people outside of your relationship is so dang important in a relationship and (laughs) of course my mind goes to right away not to say for like when you break up if you break up but truthfully like being realistic here that is a possible outcome for anyone's relationship right but you just want to be for your relationship that you want to be in especially like if it's me and Max like we want to be together for the rest of our lives we know that we're very committed to one another um yet our relationships with people outside of our relationship are very important because you want to be a healthy well-rounded individual that doesn't feel like they can't function without their partner, right? Like you want to feel like a fully functioning, 100% human on your own, loving yourself, 100%, you're great, without this person like filling in your holes and filling up your cup and um, validating you. Because you can be a fully functioning, awesome human on your own. Um, You know, this makes me think of an example. (laughs) When Max has a way, hockey games, you guys may have seen in a recent, it was like a week in my life video but yeah I really still struggled with independence when we first moved here I was sort of like oh my gosh like I don't even know anyone here I don't have friends I don't have family and if you're not at the apartment and I'm here alone and you're you know have a way hockey game like what am I even supposed to do and now I'm like woo Max has a way hockey game I have a day all by myself self-care we're doing the hair mask we're doing the face mask we're doing the bath Brody we're going on literally the longest walk in the park it's gonna be so much fun we're going grocery shopping I can crank up the heat because Max isn't here it is like woo like party and so it's taken me a bit to get there though because when he first had a weight games I feel like I would sit on the couch with Brody and twiddle my thumbs and be like now what? I guess we'll just wait till he comes home. And now I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like literally like blasting music, like reading my book, whatever it is, like drinking mimosas all by myself. But it's just taken, it's been a transition, like I said. So yeah, that's just like a funny example of how my independence has grown. And I feel like I have time for all these things that I want to do, but I'll like kind of push them to the back burner if I and prioritizing spending time with Max and Brody obviously they're so important to me so it's just like so fun when you have time on your own in a relationship I also feel lucky I will say it is a privilege to feel this way because if you're in a long distance relationship and don't get to see each other that much your time together is so so special and sacred and important and so you may feel differently when you are alone you may feel more sad because when we were long distance I obviously was missing him more feeling more sad focusing on him instead of focusing on me but if I could go back to long distance or if I could like travel back to when I was long distance with Max to give myself advice what I would say is girl this is your time to focus on yourself like do it up you have the rest of your life to live together now we're living together um but that time on my own was just so important and that time also helped me build my independence as well but I wouldn't even have known that living together would make me feel even more independent and I do so it's great and the last little sort of additional food for thought side note I wanted to add in here for this episode is serving others (laughs) my topics in here all like disjointed and you're probably like Gretchen what girl you just told me how to be independent why it's so important 
And now you're telling me to serve others? Like, that doesn't sound independent. But <laughs> you, main your independ- you maintain your independence while doing this because I've also realized, I think the realization came with listening to Michelle Reed's podcast. This whole episode is, like, a plug of her podcast. She, I swear she doesn't really know I'm doing this. We're not really, like, friends. We're, like, acquaintances on social media. Um, but I just love her from afar. So <laughs> I just realized with her talking about how important serving others is, that serving others, the phrase may seem weird to you, but I'll explain. Like, I'll give you specifics here. That is what makes my cup feel full. That is just what makes me feel so good and makes me feel purposeful and happy. So, I just want to have an stress and importance on this and um, maybe you guys could see ways you could incorporate it in your life because I promise it'll just make you feel really good. Like even if selfishly in that way, like helping others just because it makes you feel good, like it does. So ways I do this um, in a relationship, like with a partner, these could be ways you could do this, but even not in like a romantic relationship, it could be with family members, whoever anyone in your life especially if they need like a helping hand like this these little things will go the longest way so um ways I serve Max for example in our relationship oh my gosh sorry I feel like I was getting really sniffly I'm still like a little congested but I was going to say if Max had a list of ways he serves me and helps me out and like the little things that he shows me he cares it would be like freaking a mile long so I feel like these are gonna sound like I'm like a really nice girlfriend here which I am but um I feel like he's even better in this department so for example if Max has an away game if he's been really busy stressed and I see his laundry piling up I will do his laundry and literally I remember one time in specific he had like so much going on had an away game got home you know after like midnight he's so tired and I had all his laundry clean folded on our dresser and he was like tearing up he was like oh my gosh like if there is a way you can show someone that you care and love them I just think that's even better than saying it but I'm like Max I love you you played so great tonight like I I mean, you mean so much to me. I care a lot. But then, like, doing things to help them out just to make their life a little bit easier and show that you care are just the best. Um, I was just going to say that makes it sound like acts of service is, like, a way that I show love. And, I mean, it definitely is. I don't even think that's number one. Um, But maybe it is because I love doing things for my friends and family. Um, And if I can get them things, I realize I used to never understand the gift-giving um, love language but now I really do because I don't I don't think I receive love in that way but I definitely give love in that way because I love like there's nothing better for me than like if I have a present for someone I cannot wait to see them I get so excited I'm like shaking with excitement like I'm like you gotta open it like I can't wait to see your reaction I love giving people things because and it sounds like weird like I always thought gift giving sounded so materialistic but I there's just like no better feeling for me like if Max I don't know is like one day if he's like oh my gosh like my vans are so dirty I really gotta get a new pair like I'm just like making up a random example here um but if he's like oh yeah these are getting so dirty or like there's a hole and I don't know so if I can like sneakily get him a new pair and just see how like something that this person is like lacking or wanted in some way if I can like provide it for them and they're just like oh my gosh I've been wanting that or something and get excited like I'm like smiling thinking about this over here because that is just like the best thing for me so 
yeah, that's making me realize I definitely give love in that way, but also give love through acts of service, which I think can be even more meaningful than things because material things are something you can just buy most of the time, right? But if you're, like, putting in the work to, like, do someone's laundry or cook them a meal, I just think that, like, shows how much you care. So... Another thing we do, if you guys have seen our vlogs, I'm sure we've, like, showed this at some point, but this started with Max, actually. Like I said, when we first moved here, there's been so many times where I felt so disjointed. I'll be, like, crawling into bed at 1 a.m. He'll be already asleep. So um, I would go into the bathroom late at night, and my toothbrush would be sitting out with toothpaste on it, and I would just be like, oh, I'd, like, have a little tear. I'd be like, this is just the sweetest thing, and just that's literally the smallest thing it takes one second to put toothpaste in someone else's toothbrush but maybe try it for your girlfriend boyfriend whoever because it just shows you care in like the smallest way and just makes their life even like a fraction of a bit easier that day it's just like something so sweet I think that's also making me think oh wow I need to do this for Max I've never done this for him but um yeah there'll be periods of time where I'm really busy or I'm like crawling into bed way after him like so late and the toothbrush and sometimes or if I don't feel good or if I'm like on my period and like have a lot of cramps stuff like that and I'm like crying all day like ill and in pain I've noticed he will set out clean jammies for me clean pajamas and he'll like fold them on the bed or on my pillow or something and I'm just like oh my god this is so sweet I'm so exhausted I'm so I've had the longest day it's like one less thing I have to worry about and I'll, like, crawl into my pajamas. He is just the sweetest, most thoughtful. I just thought of that one, like, off the top of my head. Um, another thing I do for him, though, no, I'm kidding, is, um, but I, I do do this, is we have a heated mattress pad, and he loves it when he first gets in bed and, it, like, to be all warm and cozy, and he'll, like, end up turning it off so he doesn't get too hot when he sleeps. But I love um, if, like, I'm it's about to be bedtime, you know, if I can run in and put toothpaste on his toothbrush and, like, turn on the heated mattress pad, so he'll just walk in and be like, wow, like, I don't know, something about, like, making someone else that you love joyful or excited, it's just the best feeling, so to see him, like, walk in our bedroom and be like, wow, like, my the mattress pad's on, or like, wow, like, the toothpaste on my toothbrush, it's just, like, the best feeling, and it's just romanticizing your everyday life, like, making it really fun, you know, filling filling up a glass of ice water for your partner before bed or cooking them a meal I think that's like one of the sweetest things like when we cook for each other the other person is just like oh my gosh this is like the best thing this is so nice this is making me realize um I just got my HelloFresh box for this week so I know I've been really into HelloFresh like I just pay for my own box every week now because you guys know they'll send me some sometimes when I do um like YouTube videos with them but now I'm just like I can't wait till like once a month or every other month for when I like I just pay for my own because it's so dang good but we have a HelloFresh that's one of our favorites it's like parmesan chicken and I'm thinking about how when Max comes home for lunch from the rink if I had that already like he would just be so excited so yeah maybe I'll do that <laughs> that's like reminding me how when someone gets like a meal cooked for them it's just like the best feeling it's like oh my god this is so nice I was so hungry now I don't have to whatever so we love cooking for each other um more like obvious I feel like cliche things in relationships but still so sweet and meaningful if you get flowers for one another I always say to Max I'm like would you like if I got flowers for you he would love that like it doesn't just have to be like boys for girls like I, there's no like gender roles here for flowers right so you can just get flowers for anyone I think anyone would appreciate that unless 
you like hate flowers actually I have one friend that hates getting flowers she said <laughs> she said that it reminds her of like funerals I don't know whatever maybe one specific person like her doesn't like flowers um but like ice cream like a little treat anything like that like little things that's more like the you know the gift giving like I said like material things but there's like things you can do for them things they've been meaning to do chore something like that that could help them out um I just think that's really great and I thought I would like add this in here and I want to say too not even for romantic partners but like for neighbors for example it just feels so good to help out and again that like feels selfish to say that or a selfish way to look at it that helping others makes you feel like the best version of yourself but it really should um yeah I just think about when we get to help our neighbors like um like I said our older couple friends neighbors they love that Max plays hockey and we got them hockey tickets like one of his games and they're so excited and like seeing their reaction is just like priceless you know or um you guys know my friend Mallory's my neighbor and she just had her baby so when we were able to watch her dog when she was at the hospital well first of all Walter is an angel if you guys saw my vlog like little I was gonna say baby Walter I think of him as like a little baby puppy because he's a mini golden doodle he's actually three years old but being able to help them out and like watch Walter and I don't know just like helping neighbors and friends um at any time even when they aren't in times of need when you're just like showing them that you care just feels really good and I don't know I just thought I would have that little segment at the end here a little motivation for being the best version of you because I'm sure the best version of you includes helping others I'm sure some of you listening are in a line of work a field where that's like the basis of your job helping others I just think nurses and doctors things like that are so incredible um physical therapists because they devote their career to helping others and like what a purpose driven meaningful job right okay I'm getting deep over here this is getting so long but I'm so so happy we had this chat you guys I love you so so much thank you so much for listening I hope this helped motivate you for trying out time batching if you haven't before I hope this motivated you if you're in a relationship you're feeling like you need to work on your independence I mean I do too everyone I feel like in a relationship can work on their own independence um I hope this helped I love you guys so much this is so fun I'm in like the best mood going the rest of my day thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in my next episode bye one two three four those are numbers but you already knew that if you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.